Being an expert sucks. As a teacher of spiritual intelligence and emotional health, I get cornered into being the guy who has all the answers. I'd like to take this opportunity to make a confession. I don't. What I do have are convictions. I have theories. I have questions. I find myself looking around and I'm like, we can't stay here. Stop setting up your tent. We can't stay here. Through my journey, it's become evident that being a participant is no longer enough. It's time to become reformers. These are my confessions. To get deeper in this conversation, visit MikeMayashiro.com. Today we're going to talk about how matter holds memory. I had a boss mentor years ago who was a very spiritually in tune woman. Like the things she would do were shocking and accurate and intentional and weird. I remember many stories of us walking down the hallway at church together and she would say things to people or do things with people and it would make no sense. There was no rhyme or reason to it that any of us were aware of, but the results of her activity and the way people responded and things that would come after and the testimonies that would pour in just on the regular with her were just staggering. It was bizarre. So she had enough proof around her that what she was doing had value had validity, was producing fruit, right? But to the onlooker in the moment especially, it didn't make any sense. Like, what are you doing? Like, she would grab people's bellies. She would spit on people and laugh her head off. Um, she would say the most random things. She would be obsessed about the weirdest little creatures and numbers and phrase- phraseology, right? Phraseology. Um, and I remember one point in my office, I was playing just random secular music. I like playing random secular music because I can't listen to Christian music singing garbage theology. Like, it just that's probably more offensive to me than, like, gangster rap. And so, not that gangster rap's offensive, actually. Anyway, I, usually that's the kind of music I'd be playing in the background. I'm not listening to it. I'm not paying attention. Most Christians like to put worship music on in the background, and I don't like playing worship music as an atmosphere thing. I want to be, like, focused and intentional and present if I'm listening to that stuff. And if I'm not, if I'm just, like, doing stuff, I want to just have, like, silly, inconsequential music in the background. And obviously, there are differing opinions as to why that might be a good or bad thing. I understand that. That's neither here nor there. Anyway, so my boss came in, heard a song. I think she paid attention to the lyrics for a second, and she was like... (sighs) She was like, Mike, dude, you can't listen to that kind of music. And I was like, why not? She said, because matter holds memory. And I was like... What? And she's like, the walls... These walls, these walls, like, are absorbing data. They are holding on to what's being released in this room, and it will continue to minister to you after your, the moments pass, and people years later will continue to experience what you're sowing into in this space. And I was like, okay, that's a little, that's a little much. And to this day, I think I, I do think that's still a little much, although I have learned from not, it wasn't just that experience. She had many times where she would tell me that. At this point, I'm convinced that's absolutely true. That is a fact of life. And actually, physics will um, confirm her claims. She was coming from a very wacky spiritual place, but um, there's actually like scientific evidence behind how physical matter is actually a, like everything vibing at a certain frequency. It gives it its density, and things get stored and locked in or whatever, um, absorbed into stuff. Anyway, um, I should be able to cite some kind of thing. I don't have that for you. Sorry. Maybe I'll just go the spiritual wacky approach. Spiritual wacko approach. What? Do you know who Dan O. McCollum is? Yeah. He just comes out. Does he? Yeah. Oh my God. 
נגיד. Right. ‫אוקיי. It's a giant, open, beautiful couch. It's not as good looking as the couch we had before that, and the couch before that was broken. And so, anyway, there's been a journey with couches in my life right now. The new couch we have, as L-shaped and giant as it is, looks so good in my living room. I don't know why, it just feels very inviting. It feels like it has opened the room up, and it makes the room actually look bigger. I don't know why... I don't know how that works because it's actually taking up more space than any other couch I've ever possessed in my life, but it makes the room feel more expansive visually. But the other night, it was two nights ago, I was sitting on that couch. Just, it was 10.30 at night. I'm just tapping away on my laptop, working on some random stuff. My roommate was gone. I was home alone. And all of a sudden, in the middle of this moment, I had this like quiet, peaceful recognition and gratitude of the perfection of the moment. It was perfect. I was like, wow. And I hadn't, this used to be normal for me. I used to experience that on a regular basis, especially when like I was encountering God for the first time. There were, and then when I first moved to Reading for a chunk of that time, there were many moments regularly that I would feel this thing that I'm describing right now. The moment was perfect. Everything was right with the world. I was at peace and I was hope filled and I was like grateful, you know? And so all of a sudden in this random moment, that feeling welled up inside of me. And I think this has... I think this has something to do with that couch, which makes me sound crazy. I understand that I'm like now sounding like my boss. I understand everyone else will see me the way I saw her. Um, but I haven't experienced that or felt that way in a long time. Like it's been a while. And I, I've definitely like been aware of the, the absence of that. I, remember, I have had several thoughts in the last season of like, I used to be more grateful. I used to be more moved. I used to have more wonder in my life. I used to be more impressionable by the goodness of the Lord in random silly things or whatever. I've, I've thought this many times over the last several months because the last several months have been kind of rough for me. And I think that just how I've emotionally processed and responded to conflict in my life has kind of shut down the part of me that's like sensitive to this stuff and able to experience it and let it in. And so anyway, the other night, two nights ago, this thing's happening and I'm like, something's going on here. I think part of the deal is I've, turned over a new leaf and I'm stepping into a place where I feel hopeful again, recovered on some level. I feel stronger. I was telling some guy at a business event last night um, how the last several months have been hard, but like in the last three weeks, things have changed and I'm like kind of coming back out of that thing and I feel stronger now because of it. And then I wanted to play Britney Spears' Stronger song in the background as an anthem to just kind of like declare my statement. <laughs> I'm stronger than yesterday, baby. Anyway, so... In all of that, I was very aware this is a unique moment. This is not normal for me. This hasn't been a thing I've experienced in a while. Why is this happening all of a sudden? Where is this coming from? And I legitimately think this couch is a contributing factor. I think there's, there are vibes coming off this couch. And I think it was like actually inviting me into a place that I was familiar with before and that I loved experiencing, but haven't touched in a while. And so there's like this spiritual release happening from the matter of that couch, 
we bought it from some family in Reading and a, a friend of mine who wa- follows me on Instagram saw my couch on this, my Instagram story and was like, hey, you bought my friend's couch. I was like, how do you know? She's like, cuz, whatever. Apparently it was a family of four, young kids, lots of, um, you know, like heartfelt moments and like connection and intimacy in that space. And so I was like, oh, fascinating. Anyway, all to say, this is a magic couch and I'm really glad I have it. But um, I want to give you some other examples of how this stuff plays out. I was getting a massage yesterday, and um, this is kind of a weird story, but this happened. I was laying on the table, and and I'm pretty particular about the kind of person I'll allow to massage me, and that sounds like super snobby or stuck up or whatever, and I don't mean it that way, but as I'm being massaged, the, the massage therapist is releasing stuff from their own life, things that they're carrying, things they're agreeing with, things they're under, whatever, in the spirit. And as that happens, I can actually feel that stuff kind of seeping into my being. And when I leave the massage, I don't just leave feeling relaxed or loose or whatever. I also feel these emotions I don't want to feel that have nothing to do with my life, that I have no business being there. And I'm like, Ugh. I remember there was one massage therapist I was seeing. And as after I'd leave there, I'd often recurringly every time feel this isolation and this, <clears throat> excuse me, this despair and like where are things going and do I even matter? Kind of a feeling like, oh, what is this? I don't want to feel this. And I started realizing after it was a pattern, like, oh, it's, it happens every time I'm here and this, this happens. So I've like had to shift some of that. Anyway, um, so this massage therapist who came highly recommended to me was working on me last yesterday. And when they got to a certain part of my back, like the lower left side and pushed upward, I had started catching a whiff of this experience. But all of a sudden in that one motion, it became very apparent to me. I don't know why. You guys said I'm in the action or whatever, but as he pushed this part of my back and he went upward, I all of a sudden was aware of a sadness that was being released into my being. It sounds so intense, but, and the thing is like, I didn't feel overcome by this emotion. I didn't feel taken away. I wasn't welling up by any means. It almost didn't even feel like it was mine because it just felt so separate from me, but it also feels, it felt different than if I was picking up something that he was releasing because that comes in a whole different form. I don't know how to explain that it's a little more pervasive and feels a little more like on me, if you will, when it's coming from someone else. So it was like, there was this child that came up from my basement. That's been in my house this whole time. I'm like, Oh, who are you? I don't even know you, you know, but they've been like living in my house this whole time. It's kind of like, was the experience. And so the sadness kind of opened up. And then I also had some people in my mind who I have a relationship with currently They're Okay. I don't know how to explain this without sounding crazy. The connection I have with them in the spirit visited me in that moment. And there was something connected to these particular relationships and this sadness. And it had to do with like my relationship with men in general, just like coming into manhood and not my own personal individual masculinity, but my relationship with the masculinity as a collective. (laughs) Oh, I got to find better words to describe these strange experiences. Anyway, it was touching that piece and I was like, what? And it was just, it felt so random and out of nowhere, but it felt helpful and it felt like it's touching in, in like a piece of my heart that I don't feel super connected to or maybe even very successful in looking at or whatever. So that was really interesting. Anyway, point is like some part of my body was releasing stuff that belongs to my heart that I was not connected to, that I wasn't aware of. And like, how weird is that? You know what I mean? My point in saying all this is you guys like the stuff around you, the physical matter is actually possessing a frequency There's something in the spirit that gets tied up into the substance of it that actually releases the nature of the thing to whomever is encountering the thing. And so like when you shop at um, a thrift store, for example, or on Craigslist or Facebook marketplace or whatever, and you get stuff from other people, 
who owned it before you for however long that they did and had whatever relationship they did with the thing, typically that thing is going to release energy. Ah, for lack of a better word, it's going to minister to you on some level. And in some ways, like my couch downstairs, that thing is giving me some great stuff. I'm like super happy to have that in my living room. I'm like, this is awesome. It's kind of weird that it's like foreign and not anything I personally invested into, but I am being blessed by it. I'm like, this is awesome. Conversely, there's stuff we can get from other people who, you know, like have picked up stuff that's not awesome and said yes to things in their life that wasn't good. And that article of clothing, that blanket, that piece of furniture or whatever grabbed onto or it held onto that stuff, the substance, the spirit of that stuff. And that continues to release that nature. And so, you know, certain shirts that you might've gotten from somebody else, whether you inherited them, they were passed down, you bought them at a thrift store, whatever can actually release a certain kind of vibe when you wear it. And some of you might be aware of this, like as soon as I'm saying this right now, there's certain clothes, articles of clothing you'll put on and you immediately get into a certain mood. You immediately believe a certain thing about yourself. And it's not necessarily because, and you might assume it's because of what it looks like. And I'm not saying that can't happen. Like there are times where you just legitimately put on something and aesthetically it just doesn't look appealing or whatever. So I'm not talking about that. There are times though where you'll put on a certain article of clothing and you feel shifted. Something about you is different and you don't like it. I have like four shirts right now that I should just throw away. When I put them on, I feel like garbage. I feel like I don't matter very much. Like I feel, uh, and I don't struggle with that. You know what I mean? I don't have this like stronghold in my life where I'm like, I don't matter and I'm insignificant. Like that was a thing I had to overcome years ago, but it is not a thing anymore in my life. But there are a few shirts I currently possess that I've become aware of. When I wear them, I don't feel, I guess presentable doesn't feel strong enough, but it's in that direction. I don't feel like I am representing myself. I feel like I'm putting something on that doesn't belong in my life. And the vibe is worth doesn't matter over here. I'm, I'm not very worth worthy or I don't know, something like that. And it's not a good feeling. And I'm like, in my mind, if, why am I keeping these shirts? And the practical side of me is like, well, it's wasteful to just throw a shirt away. Right? And I don't want to give that to somebody else. You know what I mean? Anyway, I don't want to get super like crazy superstitious on this stuff. I don't, I'm not paranoid about this. I don't feel super extreme. Like, oh, I can't play certain music in certain rooms because then it's going to... I'm not worried about that. But I think my point in this and what I would like to poke at is we want to become aware of how these things do play out and what we might actually be picking up on and being mindful of how those things are actually influencing our lives and maybe waking up to the fact that that's actually a channel like that we're tuning into that's actually affecting the way we experience who we are, what we're doing or whatever. So I have a confession to make. Here are things I'm currently, here are some things I currently believe. My couch is magic. I have a magic couch. I struck the lottery and bought a couch that is like releasing life. Um, I have sadness in my spleen and if it gets pushed, it comes into my body. Another confession I need to make here. Um, when I go see movies and pick up what's happening in the atmosphere of the movie theater, I need to go process or just let's say, let's take the movie theater thing out of the equation. If I just need to go process something, I typically need to get away from people, buildings. I want to get into nature. I'm always drawn to nature like woods or bodies of water. I want to get away from where humans are. Um, I want to get into a place that's renewed, right? Like a place that recycles and that doesn't have some kind of concentrated, like agreement with that people have made and built. Um, and so like, if I'm walking in a neighborhood, certain houses as I walk by, like are like speaking to me. I know it sounds weird, but there's like a vibe that comes from certain spaces. 
Um, or like just even over a neighborhood in general. And so when I want to go process with the Lord and like sort through some stuff, I typically, and I didn't realize this until probably five years ago, but my whole life, I constantly would leave where I was to go find some like remote place, typically in nature to get alone. And I didn't do this on purpose. I wasn't like, I have to go find woods at this point now I'm conscious of it, but my whole life growing up, I constantly was drawn to like some nature place wherever I was to get alone because I in hindsight matter holds memory I was distracted by all the other things coming at me from man-made stuff that other people had imbued things with when I go into the woods or like to a stream or a lake or something people don't spend as much time concentrated and repeated there as they do in their home in their neighborhood at a like a, a mall or you know whatever these like other places so um, I realized over time, like that was a pattern in my life. And I think the, the biggest reason that's happening is because I would like to get to a space where I'm not competing with anything else to explore my own heart and commune with the Lord. I'm not saying you can't do those things. Like you, this is not like something I'm a victim to. I just, it's a pattern I've noticed just, um, probably looking for the path of least resistance. I don't want to have to deal with this drama coming at me and get into my heart at the same time, if you will. So that's been a super interesting thing I've observed in my patterns of behavior over the years. I remember I would go on like road trips with my family and I would constantly leave them <laughs> at times to go spend time in the woods, like to get away from people and just go and process with God. Cause I needed to sort through what, all, what was all the stuff that I was picking up and what does it mean and what do I do with it? And back then I didn't have a ton of experience knowing about this stuff, but I knew I had things I wanted to sort through and just, I wanted clarity. I wanted peace. I wanted to not be harassed by, you know, all these things coming at me. And so it was a very visceral experience. I just constantly just was drawn from a, like from a subconscious place, I think to process that stuff because matter holds memory. You guys, it's like holding on to that stuff and it's, and you're experiencing it. You're picking it up. So, you know, you buy a car that somebody else owned, you buy a house, somebody else owned, you move into an apartment complex. My gosh, you guys like that stuff happens all the time. And it's how certain people like that are uniquely gifted in this area, like can feel when somebody died in a certain house, when there was a murder that took place or whatever. Like I have some family members who can pick that stuff up. And part of the reason they're able to pick that up is because the space itself still has an agreement with the spirit of the thing, what took place in that event, right? They're not psychics. They're just sensitive and aware of the spiritual frequency in a space or whatever, in an object and all that. So it's a weird thing. I actually am wondering if I'm going to regret publishing this, but it's a thing, you guys. Like, and as you pay attention, I'm not saying like, let's go be paranoid. Let's all like assign things to people. Let's get crazy and map all this out. I don't think that's worthwhile, but I think it's good to just be mindful of and aware of the kinds of things you have in your life and learn how to steward that stuff accordingly because that stuff is releasing influence into your world and we want to steward that accordingly. Listen, there's more where this came from. If you want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, check out MikeMyashiro.com.